Hey pumpkins, it's Nick. The following episode of Copulators Die First contains spoilers about the film we are discussing this week. And if you haven't seen the film, go ahead and give it a watch. Don't worry, we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah, and as always, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your favorite listening application. Now, on to this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Copulators Die First. Um, we have a super special guest. I know we said we weren't going to do these for a while, but it's our podcast and not yours, and we don't care. Welcome to the show, our number one fan. Say hi. 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 Do you want to do you wanna do yourself a little intro about yourself? Hey, I'm Dre. That's it. That's it? You're Dre. <laughs> That's all short, that needs to be known. Short, short, short and sweet to the point, short, just like you. That's nice. Just like me. Hmm. How about that? Um, for those of you who don't know who she is, she's our number one fan because, um, she has to be. <laughs> Why is that, though? <laughs> because she's my sister. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, <clears throat> this movie that we're going to discuss, Dre, do you want to, do you want to do the intro on it? My? Because I know you have very extensive notes. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> And you told me to take notes, and I said, screw that. And then I ended up watching it with Brian last night, and I said, let me take advantage. So, Sinister! Also, um, do you want to give a little shout-out to your hubby baby boo? Oh, hi, babe. Bye, babe. <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> Brian! Brian. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Sinister, how do you feel about it? Well, I want I really want to know how Mr. Nicholas feels about it because you and I have already seen it. I have seen it and this is Nick's first time. I want I want to I want to know his feet. I asked you, I want to know his feels. Nicholas, what are your feels? Um I had I had overall positive feels about this movie. Uh, I thought that it was kind of um what is the right word? Is it referential? It's not referential. <laughs> um, Smaller words for the crowd. I thought that they were pushing the boundaries with some of the fucked up stuff that they showed. Mm-hmm. But it was like a good, a good pushing the envelope. Um, I have many questions that I hope you can answer. I, I have only seen this one other time. Uh, and that was when it first came out. So it has been a minute. Uh, I don't think I could count on my hands any maybe maybe my hands and toes, but not on my hands. I've seen it way too many times. Okay. So at least ten. At least um, ten or more. I because that's my- how many that's how many fingers you have is ten. Yeah, but I said, and some toes. Oh, 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 and some toes. Okay, that is where I got confused. Okay, so. Ahem. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to tell me why you chose this movie? Why you like it so much? Besides the whole me being scared my whole childhood of every movie you guys have possibly done <laughs> thus far. Uh, not, not sorry, I can't help you. Uh, no, I I am totally enjoying it because it makes me want to watch those movies and not be afraid. So, well, that's a compliment and a half, I think. Oh, I think so. oh crap! Oh, oh you're gonna all oh, crap! You're gonna do me just like the old blushing in the face here. God damn it! From Minnesota. 
Yeah, from Minnesota. All right. So, uh, so, so this movie. This well, continue. Movie. Continue, Drea. You were talking. Yes, continue. I'm always interrupted. No one listens to me, like I said. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> such a Jan Brady. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> not a Marsha. Not a Marsha. Definitely not a Marsha. My hair would be much nicer. This is my favorite because I feel like it's uh, like after you watch it like the first time, like the second time, it's kind of funny. And you know my humor is like kind of like fucked up. Yeah. Like and like dark. Sure. So, like I kind of like the way things unfolded, and I was genuinely scared at first, and I was in suspense. Yeah, those are all like very important things. I'm those, are, those are what I look for in horror movies. Yeah, I'm terrified, and also, I am on the edge of my seat. Like, I want to be scared if I'm putting that much effort into it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Uh, if I'm putting this much effort to sit here for 90 minutes, I want to feel some something. I want to be freaking scared. I'll be freaking scared, yeah. And, I mean, like, you can't beat that opening. No, that opening um, did me... I want to know, right. Nick, how did you feel about that opening? Because they jumped right into it. <laughs> Puns intended. Oh, they did. Mm. Um, do you not remember? Do you need a refresher? Uh, Give a refresher, if you, you will. My brain is catching up to my mouth. It's it's the hanging scene, right? Oh yes. Okay, yes, I got it. Okay. Um, I did think that it was quite it was quite the um the starter. It was good. Um I do believe that like I really like the conjuring movies. I think like for me, those are some of the best modern horror movies right now. But I had never seen Sinister before. And I feel like Sinister was on like the conjuring level of like creativity and making something really gross looking really cool. Um so yeah, I mean I I will say that I wasn't like I wasn't like super scared by this movie because I I'm kind of like super completely and utterly like unbothered by everything at this point. Desensitized. I'm totally desensitized, but like it was good. No, I really liked it. I really did. Um, Especially for a first time view. And I thought it was like really, like it was a choice uh, for how long they kept the camera on the entire scene. Oh yeah. And I and I appreciated that. It, it, it's very crafting. The, the, yeah. The directing on whoever's filming this, great job. I feel like this whole movie is very crafty, but like, no, I meant whoever this person was that was recorded, which we'll get to, uh -huh. recording this okay. hanging, like they had some good camera skills. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, like, yeah. yeah, perfect yeah. timing, you know, suspense, and then yeah, eh, I mean that's crucial I, in storytelling. Well, it's it's fundamental. Ooh, fundamental. Horror is fundamental. Did you like that? I did. I like thank that. you. That was a good crossover reference. <laughs> Thanks. So, now, are we going to talk about this opening scene, or were we just going to let people wonder what this is? No, you can talk about it. Tell us all about it. So, like, picture it. 
Like literally, you turn on this movie and the first thing you see is four people blindfolded hanging from a tree. Where this tree is, who knows? But it's in their backyard. <laughs> but it's in the backyard. Spoiler, it's in their backyard. <laughs> Spoiler, it looks like a backyard. But I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty morbid. Like straight on. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's I very feel like that's like the first movie I've seen where it was just like, all right, here you go. Not beating around this bush, even though that yard was full of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yard is very, um, very lush, very copious in its foliage. Yeah, but none of those bushes were getting beat. No. <laughs> those bushes were not getting beat. The, no. Well, I wonder if they hired someone to upkeep their lawn in their backyard or if they were just, you know, one of those wholesome families that did it themselves. Oh, it's definitely the wholesome thing, for sure. I mean, they, they had that pair of, um, uh, like, in, industry-grade woodcutters that, you know, so... They did. But so, if it was missing, a tire swing... It sure was. From it the was. Tree. Or like a chair, like one of those like swinging chairs that would be on like your front porch. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just, I don't know. I just feel like that would be like really fucked up because you're like, oh, look how sweet. Oh, there's people hanging. Yeah. And yeah, that, and that goes back to another thing later on in the movie with, with Ethan Hawke's weird kid. Which one? Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> there's two Wait. weird kids. Wait, there's what? two weird kids. R- repeat that? Sorry. I mean, what do you I, need to repeat? Uh, something. All I heard was Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's weird kid. Oh, yeah, Ashley. And, and, her, ti- and her tire swing drawing, yeah. Her tire swing. Well, hmm. Stephanie. I have so many, like, I had to number my notes because, like, I have them in, like, chronological order, I feel. Oh, that's very but, thorough. Good. You're professional. I'm, Am I allowed to disclose um, my my 420? Sure, why not? We All have right. exclusive so I felt like I just like just because I do smoke all the time, just it was better to watch it when you're stoned. Okay. Because I don't think I honestly would have written anything down. If That's I pretty wasn't. good. Way to go. So uh, this is some of this might didn't even make sense to me until I read it myself. Oh, okay. Give it to us point by point. Do it that way. I was like, what did I write? I was like, all right, so... uh, Give us the meat and potatoes. I mean, first of all, he's a writer. They come to this, you know, house, moving in, obviously. Who pulls up? The popo. Call the popo, huh? The popo's like, you know... You gotta get out of here. Just plain and simple. Just like, oh, like no, no. From the jump, he was like, "You don't belong here." Like, none, none of that big city shenanigans in our backyard, no sir. We we already know what you've done and what you've written, and oh, we forgot to say that he's a writer. No, you said it. No, you said that. That was point uh, one. Oh, okay. I have so many, but uh, <laughs> so you know, his wife's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Yeah, nothing." Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we're not living in a house that people died outside in the backyard. It's fine. Also, um, one, he's manipulative dickhead because at some point she's like, are we living down the street from a, a murder scene? And he's like, no. Nope. nope and then nope. later on he's like, technically I was right when I said that. Yeah. He's like, what a fucking dick. That's not why you got it so cheap, goddammit. But you know what, like, 
piss me off on like a level of just like being an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, Tell me, because that was something Nick and I were talking about last night when we were watching it. It was like maybe because I'm looking through the lens now as like a married person watching this marriage, and I was like, man, you were being selfish. Well, like it's obvious that you know she's been uprooted like so many times. His wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like he obviously he's being selfish, but it's like. They disclosed that now they have to pay for two fucking mortgages. Truth. Mm. And you left this nice mansion. And now you're living in this house. Which is also very pretty. It's yeah, pretty. also a very nice house. It was nice, but, I mean, compared to what they were coming from. They didn't need to leave. Exactly. Exactly. And, and she's like, like I want to go home. And what I kept saying was, like, he kept talking about how, like, this is going to be my big breakthrough. Like, we're going to make so much money. And I was like, bitch, you own a mansion. You already have enough money. Opulence. You, you clearly, own everything. You clearly made it. Uh, opulence. Um, opulence. Opulence. So, like, <laughs> besides that, like, first thing I notice is that he finds all those boxes in the attic. Uh-huh. First of all, why is there nothing else in that creepy attic except that box of films? Correct. And then why did he be like, oh, I didn't put this here. It's left here. Let me go through it. And then you know what? Like, I'm just going to watch it, too. Yeah. Not at, like, at night, by myself. With a bottle of scotch. Oh, I, I said whiskey, but like, oh, yeah. Whatever it was. I, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. It was some brown liqueur. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, like, and then that's definitely not he- the, that's not helping. Well, right. But then also, here's my other issue with him because he is a dick and he is selfish. But like, if you turn that video on, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know you pretty well, and I think I know most of the human race pretty well. Mm-hmm. If you turned on a video that went from hunky dory afternoon to you watching people getting murdered. Wouldn't you probably stop pretty quickly and be like, oh, I should not be watching this. I need to call the police. And he does. He does call the police. But like. Like you said, you know me. My instinct would be, let's just not touch the box. Exactly. I don't think any of us would have touched that box. As I've said before, I don't fucks with that. I would have been like, oh, this box is here and it was left. It's definitely garbage, and I'm throwing it behind, throwing it away. Yes, but if you remember, later on, spoiler alert, he throws it out, and it reappears. Yeah, that's right. the only, that's but, my only concern. But yeah. see, and little, and when he threw it out, out, when he threw it out, and it reappeared, was it because he had already watched it? I believe so. I because believe- if he hadn't watched it, and he just throw, threw it away... Yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like they were probably fucked regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think once they stepped foot in that house, they were scared regardless. Yeah, yeah. because the, uh, de- end quote, deputy so-and-so. Deputy so-and-so. Actually, I looked up his character name just because I wanted to, like, you know, have a name for him. His yeah. character is literally deputy. Yeah, deputy so-and-so. Yeah. No. And he's, oh, he's yeah, so-and-so. Oh. I forgot about that. And yeah. Ethan Hawke's phone, it says uh, deputy so-and-so when he calls. I forgot about that. I yeah, his, on his iPhone four or something like that. Because I was also like diamond arting at the same time, so I didn't look at the screen some of the time. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, and I could multitask. I just wanted to, like, give a refresher because I had nothing to do. And Brian, you're responsible. That's, yeah. Brian, yeah, I mean, you came with notes. We did not. Months, so I felt like it was necessary since you guys were watching it. At the uh-huh. same. What were we, 15 minutes apart from each other? No, I think maybe. I don't know. I was about half an hour in when you said 15 minutes. Oh, then yes. Yes. Because my internet kept lagging. Um, so. Uh, box. House, right? so I have the box. The box. With the, the box tapes. The box of murder tapes. Now, I think it's funny. Like, not funny, but kind of. But the names on the films were so yeah. clever. I did enjoy that. I appreciated that little... Like, punniness yeah. <laughs> happening. Yeah, like, mowing the lawn. Yeah, oh, like... Pool party. Pool party. Pool party, hanging out. Ooh, that's a good one. That was a really... I, uh, what was the other one? Camping? Like, family camping? Family camping. What was the one when, they, when, he, when, when the car got burned? I think that's what that one was. Oh, okay. Well, that one's not so clever. No, but it was still the, just the thought. I it was mean, enticing enough to get him to want to watch it, at least. Toasted marshmallows. I mean, yeah. Oh, I that could be what it is. Like, I feel like there was a lot of clever ones, but, like, I think my favorite was the pool. Like, them just being dragged by, like, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. The chairs. And, and that's when you, okay, so, like, rewind, like, maybe five minutes. So, like, he's got these two kids, right? And Ashley the one, and Trevor. Ashley and Trevor. Mm-hmm. Trevor has night terrors. Mm-hmm. And he sleepwalks and likes to be in boxes. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, that's okay. So pause. Trevor. I like I feel like the movie was setting up for Trevor to be the one that was getting like possessed or whatever by that's exactly what I thought. Mr. Boogie. Mr. Boogie man. Um but then it wasn't. And that, maybe that was just like maybe that was the filmmaker trying to be like, oh, we got you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it being the daughter ended up being creepier at the end. So I did, I did like that. But also, movies where kids are killing, killing, yeah, those freak me out the yeah. most. But yeah, so so um, good on Trevor for his fantastic like acrobatic skills. Yeah, I thought his back was gonna break from that box. Yeah, he was doing like a whole like I don't know. That was a very steep back bend. Yeah, like he could be a gymnast. He was all bones. <laughs> all bones. All bones. Nicholas, what is that? What is that uh, condition where you're just made of uh, jelly? Oh, the connective tissue disorder that we were discussing. Yeah, connective tissue disorder that we. Were is discussing. that like? Is that like the one from SpongeBob where she's made of glass? No. no, so that's opposite. So, so, so the one from SpongeBob is osteogenesis imperfecta, mm. but but the connective <laughs> tissue disorder where you're very flexible is called Ehlers Danlos syndrome. So that's probably what that kid maybe had, or not. He could just been skinny and gross. So is that, yes. is that like Stretch Armstrong? Like yes, that? yes, yeah. I he like has Stretch that. Armstrong disease. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think I mean, so. You know, it, it, it's it's cool, but could be dangerous because we have connected <laughs> tissue everywhere. But but not like the disease from SpongeBob. <laughs> not like, it was, like dancing, like 
uh, blow up things at the car dealerships with the yeah. hands. That's so that was him like, coming out of that box. That's yeah, yeah. Wacky that, waving and tube son. Oh yeah, the wacky waving tube son. Uh-huh. Wacky waving tube son. That's him. <laughs> um. So Trevor got like, in trouble at school. Yeah, Trevor's Trevor's acting out. He's stressed. <laughs> and he drew a picture of the family being hung at school with permanent marker on a whiteboard. Yeah. That's an expensive whiteboard. That's not going to yeah. But, like, here's the thing. I did say, you know, maybe he just, maybe it was a mistake, and he just <laughs> mistook a permanent marker for one of the wipey whiteboard markers. Like, maybe he didn't do it on purpose. Awesome. I thought you meant he was, like, he, he the whole drawing was an accident. Like, I didn't mean to draw people that were being hung. Oh, no, 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 no. That part was definitely intentional. <laughs> that, that was purposeful. But I wonder if this, like, person is like making him see things in his dreams that are causing these night terrors and And he's seeing all these murders happening i mean yes and that could in my opinion could be part and parcel to like like nick said bagul was targeting him first and maybe he was just too old Mm. like he grew out of the suggestible phase because ashley is like what maybe 10 like she's a little younger yeah, because I was just going to say, what is so special about Ashley that he's preying on her now? I mean, I ask myself that all the time. I mean, like, I would... I don't know. What? But wasn't one of the children 13 that he took? Yes. Uh, yes. I think he was the first boy, right? Or second boy? Would, it was you, the pool party boy. Yeah, you would think that because he's older... That he'd be like, yeah, like, come on, you could do this. Maybe we're just looking too far into it, or that's just a cinematic inconsistency. Or he he was just working his way to get to Ashley. Maybe. Maybe he was like, oops. He was like, oops, wrong bedroom. And then maybe he was, maybe, or maybe he wasn't like, oops, wrong bedroom. Maybe he was like, we'll start with this kid. Um, And then he was like, oh, no, wait, this kid's got too many issues. I don't want to deal with that. Let's go to the girl. Yeah, like maybe this his night terrors. Or he was doing that so that he could distract, you know, Ellison and his wife so that he right. could get to the little girl, to yeah. Ashley. Oh, right, because he needed to get her alone. Okay, so actually you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm- I'm just thinking of the whole grooming process here. I mean, ooh, ooh, Mr. Boogie. That's when I said Mr. Boogie's a pervert. Um, wait, that comes to my notes. I wrote a I wrote a note about the perviness. Okay. Because he kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. And I, I would just he doesn't like, like have a mouth. Um. Well. My points for Bagul were why must you hide in the bushes? <laughs> much, much creepy. That is much creepy. Is that what it says verbatim? Yes. Okay. Why must you hide in the bushes? <laughs> and it's, then... like, it's like they were having a birthday party and he wasn't invited. Oh, God. And then, like, uh, he just makes me uncomfortable, but I like him. But <laughs> Okay. He kind of looks like Jigsaw from Saw. A little bit. He looks like, like he, like he kind of looks like he has jack-o'-lantern eyes. You know what I mean? Yes. They're very, they're very uh, triangular. Mm. So I like him. Pumpkin-like. I 
Yeah, no, like he's scary looking, but, <laughs> he's but a I like queen. him. Like I'm entertained by him. I think he's kind of silly. Yeah. 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 He's definitely a look queen with the touch of a comedy queen. No, I ain't got no oh maybe a little bit. <laughs> but like I he has very dry ironic humor. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so like back to this like deputy. <laughs> he Oh, you having you having a giggle fast or whatever? Yeah. witty banter and you're just like not having any of, any of it you're like i have notes Keep this on and we need to stay listening to you honestly i love it i love it so much <laughs> i'm it. glad this is happening we should you be- asked me to commit and i, <laughs> I did committed. i could have been napping right now because i gotta go back to work and see miss mrs polino oh <laughs> mrs polino hi mom also um to all of the viewers who have heard about Nicholas's mother? World has come full circle, and now I see Camille every day. Yeah. <laughs> no fro. No fro. Oh, Which... oh, and guess guess who else works with my mother? Not just you, but my your mom. mother. My mother. <laughs> we all work together. We are a community. All five of us. <laughs> I go to work, and I still can't escape, mom. That's yeah. that's fair. But like, what are the chances that I would be working with your mom out of all of this? Like, honestly, it's a pretty slim chance. Like, the universe has done given us a fun little conundrum. <laughs> she, she, every time I see her, she feels bad. She's like, "I'm a bad mom," and I'm like, "No, you're not. Why?" And she's like, "I just, I just can't do the podcast." Like. It's just, it's long. I feel like a bad mom. It's okay. I'm the number one fan. I get, I get like shout outs all the time. She goes, how'd you get that? Because you have to pay into it, Camille. So my mom, my mom feels bad. But at the same time, I tell her, you don't have to listen because you don't like scary movies. But then she's having FOMO. Yeah. Mm. She's having FOMO. Your mom is the ghoul in the bushes. But not to the extent where she'll sit there and listen. Yeah, she's like, um, she's like, you know, on Broad City, uh, the FOMO episode where we meet um, Abby's alter ego when she gets on. Yeah. What the fuck's her name? I don't know. She's sassy, though. Fuck. Anyway. Um, the FOMO episode. Five uh, season. Three? Oh, no. I don't remember what season it was. I don't know. But... This is the last episode this week. <coughs> yeah, no. I haven't watched this season Val. yet. Val! Because if I got your drama, come on. Anyway, <laughs> my mom is basically Alana, not wanting FOMO. I feel like I am Alana in spirit. Yeah, that's fair. I and, and potentially in practice. In practice, yeah. FOMO. 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 And then she's got her, her stuff stuff guy friend that I love yeah. a lot. So if my mother does happen to be listening though, like she doesn't have to feel bad because I didn't expect her to ever listen to this podcast. She could just be supportive in knowing that I have a podcast. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she could pass out her she, she's, very, she's very supportive. I think that's why she feels bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, so uh, my mother now knows that I have a tattoo and she does not seem to be bothered by it, but I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure on the inside she's dying a little bit. <laughs> because of FOMO? No. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. 
Maybe she I wants. Maybe she wants to get like a portrait of like a disco ball, like Diana oh, Ross, to remind yeah. her of the days. That yeah. that could be like a whole a whole like Earth, Wind, and Fire mural. Oh yes. Do you so, like, remember? I don't know. I feel bad for anybody who has to hear that. Disco Hour. Disco, honestly, maybe I'll start a second podcast called Disco Hour. Yeah, we could try <laughs> just be me listening to disco. Um, it'll just be me um playing special guest DJ and putting on various share tunes. But I am DJ Dr. Dre, so can't take that. We were just talking about DJ names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would yours be? Me? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually funny that you asked that because I did one of those stupid Facebook quizzes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yeah. mom does. Because yeah. it's funny that mom does it. She has a lot of those, yeah. So not um, Farmville. That was something where did it go? I took a screenshot. Okay. iPhones are hard sometimes. I wouldn't know. No, I lied. I didn't save it. I posted it on Facebook. Okay. Hey, it's banter, right? Banter. (laughs) We has banter. So it says my Drea's rap name. Sleepy Sleepy G Drea. That's not wrong. Popular popular songs. Number one, it was a good nap. Yeah. (laughs) Number two, fuck the alarm clock. That's fair. That's fair. That's you. I guess that would be my rapper name, Sleepy G. Drea. Yeah. But what about your DJ name? I thought we were talking about DJ names. Yeah. That would just be your rapper name, I think. It's the same thing. No, No, it's not. Do we have to have a discussion about rapper names versus DJ names right now? It's going to be the same thing because it's me. Oh, all right. I'll just be Sleepy G. Okay. Oh, that's that's good. That, that, that is actually good. That's like G easy, but sleepy G easy. Do you want like, me to, like, I took another one and says, what's your sexy nickname? Because mom did it, and it said her, yeah. her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's and gross. Said, that's her mom. I literally said, ew. <laughs> that's so mine came out as sexy munchkin, which I thought was appropriate. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a double entendre, too. Ready? Munchkin was has it you're pint size but powerful your thick thighs can save lives jesus what, what website is this this was a thing on facebook those quizzes facebook shut that down turn it off <laughs> i did it because mom did it and i thought it was funny i'm upset <laughs> i'm more upset that mom said that her milkshake can bring all the boys to the yard me too <laughs> i'm very upset about mom's milkshake i don't know about that I don't know about that. Powdered milkshake. Uh, don't talk about mom like that to the other three people listening. My it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be me, Brian, and like mom. So it's, it's not gonna be mom because she doesn't know how to watch a podcast. No, I'll make, I'll make her end quote watch the podcast because. Okay. I- <laughs> okay. Do you want to know what my my TJ name would be? What? TJ Little Smokey. Little smoky. Yeah, because I'm like one of those little smoky sausages that are kind of like a dried hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> like how you almost put your dog in the freezer? But yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, she liked it. That was the thing. That was the thing that happened. Was uh, she overheated? <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> we could say that. 
We can't say that. We can say she was overheated, but I think you were the one who was more overheated. (laughs) It was. It was me. Oh, I get it. I was trying to help her via myself. I get it. Or myself via her. I understand now. We have to stop you. Stop. Don't put the dog there. Yeah. It's only because I love her and I want the best for her. Yeah, and she's a hot dog, so. Yeah, she is. That's a factual statement. Yeah. You just wanted her to be nice and cool. Little I did. Lucy. Yeah. Lucy girl. I'm going to get her some tiny sunglasses. So. Wait, don't you want to know my DJ name? Yeah, that's why I said so. Oh. I was waiting yeah, for you. No, we just decided this. It would be DJ Glitterbeard. And then I'd always have to have a glitter beard. I would love that. what do you think Ethan Hawke's DJ name would be (laughs) DJ I take things out of boxes that I shouldn't DJ jerk off yeah (laughs) DJ jerk off you'd have like instead of a giant mouse head he'd just have a dick head like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like that yeah he'd be like dead mouse but he'd be dead dick dead dick (laughs) dead dick Okay, so what is what is DJ Dead Dick doing now? Well, I feel he's become obsessed watching these films over and over, night after night. Correct. Drinking his whiskey or his scotch, whatever it may be. Now, I don't feel that's helping. No. no. And then he's freaking, you know, playing with his computer and crap and he's like, you know what? I'm going to zoom in on this. Oh, Bagul's in the bushes. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, like fuck that shit. I don't want Sibgul in the bushes. That's creepy. So then, when did the deputy step in? So deputy so and so. Like at first, remember he just wanted to be involved because he was a fan of. Yeah, because he wanted he wanted to be like a director, or writer himself, or something along the line. He, I think he just wanted his accreditation in, he, the, in his novel. He, he wanted an acknowledgement on the yeah. acknowledgement page. But mm-hmm. then to get him out of his hair, Ethan Hawke was like, you know what? You can do something for me. Can you track these addresses for me? So he gave him like addresses to track. Um, because according to deputy so-and-so, you know, he's not a quote-unquote local moron. Right. That's not entirely un- un- untrue. I said according to deputy. Yeah. I feel yeah. like his his um definitely self view uh, is very askew and he's giving himself more credit than he deserves. Um right. But then so he does he does track some information and then he like basically sits down Ethan Hawke for like intervention cuz he's like, "Look, I can tell you're stressed." You're drinking a lot. But, like, I don't think... You're drinking a lot, but I don't think you're an alcoholic. Like, don't worry about that. And I was like, ugh, whatever. You're just being an ass kiss right now. Um, exactly. And he was like, I gotta do some more homework on these addresses. But, like, all of these addresses have something in common. Um, there was a, a murder there. Um, and then a child went missing from the family. And so on and so forth from different locations. Yeah. So then he's like, you know, you're really stressed. Like, maybe you should think about, like, walking away from this or, like, going on a long weekend or something of the sort. 
And he's like, nah, bro, I got it because I'm Ethan Hawke and I'm really cool. <laughs> and then he starts like watching the videotapes of himself getting interviewed on television, which was like so narcissistic and ridiculous. I was say, very egotistical of him. I hate it so much. He's very egotistical. 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 Oh I'm not God. a fan of him. We should trademark all of these. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on fire today. Fire. Right. So, so that, so that's where, that's where we're at. And then. That's already like halfway through the movie. I mean, yeah. It moves pretty quick. Yeah. Rather quickly. And then, and then he is like, you know what? I'm going to pack these tapes up. So he does. And he puts them back. And then he wakes up in the middle of the night. And the thing is back in his office playing the tape again. And he's like, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's this like sequence where there's like slow-mo ghost children stalking him in the house while he's carrying the baseball bat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a little weird fucked up ballet. <laughs> yeah, now, now these little kids are playing hide and seek with him. These little dead zombie looking kids. Well, like, he doesn't even know they're there. No, but we know they're there. We know they're there. Yeah, and like you would think that he would be able to catch glimpses of them because some of them are very much like in his face. Yeah, like in his field of view. But no. But no, no, no. It's a Bagul magic trick. He has been on a drinking bender also, so. Bender, bender. For like a while. It's been like. So, like, he could, he might, like, he could be hallucinating. Yeah, do they like, do they. Um, explicitly say how much time has passed. Um, I believe that on the um on the films on the like next to the names, there's dates. Yeah, no, but so I mean, like, like time of him moving into the house. I like, don't think they. I'm assuming it's probably over the course of. It could be a week, a couple months, but like. I feel like I feel like it's more of weeks, less than months. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it happens very quickly. I was, I was just gonna say the same thing. I don't think much time has passed, but I think enough time has passed. Yeah, and then and then this ballet sequence culminates in us seeing Ashley turn over in her bed, and there's little sweet little baby staring at her in the face, and she's like, "The fuck am I looking at?" And yeah. And can can she see her? Yes. Okay. Because like I they, thought... they look at her and like if you remember the little ghost girl like was like shh. Yes, Stephanie. I was just wasn't. I was just making yes, sure that, that was, like yes, Stephanie. She could actually see her, and it wasn't just like the same thing well, that Hawk was experiencing. I'm not. Sh- I'm pretty sure it was after she sees this little girl is when she starts writing on the wall, right? Yes. Yeah. When she's. She doesn't. She doesn't leave the boundaries of her room until after she has her first meeting with Stephanie. And you know what? Like, I would not tolerate that writing on the wall. So I can see why they were pissed off. I mean, you are a stepmom, yeah. so. But and also, weren't they renting this house, or did they buy it? Well, they said they were paying two mortgages. Okay, all right. So, because I was going to say, why did they even let the daughter start painting on the walls to begin with if they had, if they were renting? But if they had two mortgages, then never mind. I mean, also, this whole situation could have been negated by him renting that house. 
and, and them staying by, behind. Yeah, and going there by himself. Yeah, and doing his writing thing. Like, you know how Stephen King would, like, disappear yeah. and, like, write in the woods or whatever? Kind of like that. That would have served him better. Like some uh, Johnny Depp secret window? Yes, exactly like Johnny Depp secret window. But, you know, he had to be selfish. He didn't want to not have his wife there to cook for him because he's mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. His, his loving, adoring wife who just only wants to talk about problems and solve them. Yeah, and I even said to Nick... Maybe as, like, a married person, I'm seeing this through a different lens now. Because the last time I saw this, I wasn't married. And I was like, you have a smoking hot wife. Why do you give a shit about dead things? When your smoking hot wife that gave you a beautiful family is, you know, trying her best and just wants you to be a participant in the marriage slash family. Why? Why are you being a selfish asshole? He's obsessed. He is obsessed. It's disappointing. I'm disappointed in him. Fuck you, Mr. Boogie. <laughs> it's not Mr. Boogie's fault. I mean, it is, but... <laughs> it becomes Mr. Boogie's fault. And Mr. Boogie's problem. <laughs> I'd like to know where is Mr. It's Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> so, anyway. Mr. Boogie, continue. So, Mr. Boogie. It's um, <laughs> Yeah, but in in the box that it's written in, the, the tome... I know, I just, I feel I know him so well, I have to speak to him formally. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, well, you could speak formally about triangle, triangle, jack-o'-lantern face, Mr. Bagool. Bagool. Uh, it's actually triangle, jack-o'-lantern, jigsaw, face Bagool. Oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't know, I, I wasn't aware if he had a full, full name. A full, full name. Oh, no, that's just his first name. Oh, okay. Oh, what's his last name, then? His last name is Bagool. What's his middle name? His last name is Smith. Oh, <laughs> Name. <laughs> very common. That's why his mom had to give him a very distinct Mesopotamian first name. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, all right. So so that so that whole <laughs> so the ghost baby ballet happened. Ew. <laughs> and then and then there was so then the next night it happens again. This time it's playing up in the attic, and that's when all the children are there watching it, and they're like, hey, you're um, barging in on our film viewing. We were having a slumber party, and you were invited. <laughs> yeah, and then... You, movie night you're interrupting right yeah, now? Yeah, we're having a movie night in your attic, uninvited. Like, you bring- <laughs> so fuck you. If you didn't bring popcorn, GTFO. Also, yeah. we're watching the videos of our dead parents. Please leave. So sorry about it. And then, and then Mr. Bagul, like, Flashes him in the face real quick, and he falls all the way down the ladder. That was that was honestly my favorite part in the whole film because, like, you knew he was coming, but it still like really catches you off guard. And he could have really got hurt falling down those stairs. He could have. <laughs> he really could have. I'm, I guess somebody... my instincts are kicking in, but like, I was just concerned for him. He could. I have mean, as someone face. who does fall down the stairs a lot. That is a concern I have. Yeah. And then I remember Ashley saying, Ew, look, he left a sweat stain on the wall. <laughs> what? He did. Oh, he he did. Because he was running around the house. He was all sweaty from bad slumber. And now his hot wife, Tracy, as loving as she is, is going to have to take a fucking magic erase to that sweat stain. <laughs> Just going to say, Dylan would have magic erased that wall. Oh, our sweet OCD brother would have been like, look what the fuck you did. No, I have to clean it when no one asked you to clean it. I don't even care that you saw a demon. 
<laughs> I don't care that you saw a demon. You left a sweat scuff on the wall. You know so now I'm volunteering to clean. You know where the magic actually sounds like Uncle Scott, to be honest. Yeah. Never mind. Rephrase. Yeah. Rephrase. Anal retentive uncle. Anal retentive uncle. That would be a really good sitcom. I'd watch that. So, right. So, so, the, so then that happened. <laughs> and sweat then, stain. Then, like, Debbie so-and-so comes, like, finds this like or does he find this university guy who finds the guy the guy from the university i think oh, it was right. ellison no it's he's, ethan hawk yeah ethan hawk found he's him the, he's the occult expert yeah yes, and, and, vincent d'onofrio from law and order oh that's where he was from i was like yeah not talking about criminal intent and you know i'm usually good with faces but yeah he's no mariska hargitay that's well, no, he's no. not Mariska I, have a Mariska I have a zaddy crush on him. It's fine. Mariska Hargitay? No. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, the, the, the pagan uh, guy. Occult expert? The occult expert guy. Not Mr. Bagulsmith. Not Mr. Bagulsmith. No. <laughs> I, I don't remember what his name was, but it's he's the uni, uni professor. We'll just say that. Yeah, yeah Vincent Bagulsmith. So basically, he tells them, "Listen, these are some uh, pagan deity deity symbols. Like, what? you know, yeah, you probably like should look into it, but like at the same time, don't fuck with it, right? Which you know, Ethan Hawke is gonna do. Too of late, course. of course. He knew he was gonna do it, but he was just like, fair warning, like probably not. Don't yeah. do that." And, like, so Bagul is the stealer of children, right? He is actually, end quote, the eater of children. Eater of children. Could that be why, like, when they show the the director's cut of the, the films, like, the kids just disappear? Yes. Like, they just got eaten. That was it. Well, it says, like, you know, that, like, these these pagan symbols are, like, connected to all these other crime scenes and they've been the symbols been found in multiple crime scenes and like pictures he found and then he looked it up and found out that you know he likes to eat little children yeah gobble them up which is interesting to me is why does he only keep one children and kill every other single family member and just keep one. I don't know. Like what it's makes his clear. Like what makes his decision on like who he wants to take he has like a wide variety of children he can have. Yeah, I don't know. I they don't ever explicit, explicitly tell you um why he chooses the children he does. Well it says that he's the eater of children and he needs you know the souls of a child to survive. Right, he's kind of like Pennywise. So I don't know if whenever they disappear, if they are just trapped in this other world, but like alive, or they're dead. No, they're dead. They're definitely yucky looking. Yeah, no, they're yucky looking, but it says their soul. I mean, there's a lot of people on this earth are soulless, but still alive. I mean, same, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just don't, um... And then they get, trapped, they get trapped yeah. in his world. Yeah, I just want to... 
I mean, there was supposed to be a Sinister Three, but it never happened. There was a two, and it was not I, good. I did not watch it because Robert. I was very disappointed. Our, our, my uh, sinister partner, our cousin Robert, and I, our favorite. This is our favorite, and we watched it like a billion times. And he watched it, and he's like, "Don't even." It's not good. I was very disappointed. Yeah, and for Robert to be like, no. I mean, yeah. he's, he's usually very, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? He's usually very open to watching anything. He's open to watching anything, but he's very critical of things. He's critical of everything. Exactly. So that's why I was like, oh, okay. Well, if you say not to watch it, I'm not going to waste my time. That's fair. Don't waste your time. So, <coughs> excuse me. So we're um, chug along, chug along, and um, we're getting to the point now where Professor Jonas is like, hey, like, you basically just sped up his timeline by moving the kids out of the house. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, that wasn't Professor Jonas. That was... That, that was, was Deputy. That was Deputy so-and-so because... Because he connected all the things together. Yes, yes, yes. He had and strings and everything. Because, okay. yeah, because after after the the attic viewing party he was like we need to get out of here and then they do and they go home to their gorgeous house which they should have never left to begin with because it was gorgeous exactly um and then and then deputy so-and-so is like yo i figured it out you shouldn't have left um and then shit happens because all the previous people lived in homes where the previous victim lived mm-hmm so when yeah. they moved, that became the new murder destination was their new house. Mm-hmm. And so, what so that's ha- how that works. So what happened was when they got home, he went in the attic and he was like, wait, this box is here. How did it follow us? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my God, there's these new extended director's cuts. Yeah. I need to watch them because I'm such a big fan. <laughs> yeah. He bought the Blu-ray. He subscribed. <laughs> and then because he's stupid, he watches <laughs> them. Do you think it came with a digital copy? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's on his computer. I want I'm that code. Just, I'm just asking, because that would have been a better idea than him having to set it up. Right. They were on his Mac that the they film. showed a billion times. Well, the films wouldn't go on fire like they did previously. Yeah. Yeah. He was sitting in the room, and it was like, ha this, this is just going to burn now. The, these were in the Disney vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney vault. Um, so he watches all the director cuts, and he's like, oh, shit. It was the children. The children did the Karen. <laughs> yeah. The children did the Karen. Mm-hmm. And um, and then and then, um, his daughter starts being freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes a sip of his coffee, and there's like green sludge in it. Yeah. And I thought that that was going to be the way that he died. Like I thought like they were being poisoned. Yes. Wow. And then no. things kind of black out. And comes to, and you know, they're all tied up and duct taped and blood all over the walls. And well, not yet, because Ashley comes and she has the video camera in her hand. She's she's both the actor and director, mm, she's multifaceted. And um, well. oh no, but Ghoul's the producer. Yeah, oh, that's true. Bagul is the producer. She's yeah. still director and actress, but I was gonna say producer, but he's the producer. Yeah, yeah. He's he's fun. He's also funding this project. Yeah, so definitely. It's free. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then she hacks them all up, <laughs> and then she finger paints with their blood in the box. 
Well, no, she finger paints with their blood all over the walls. Yeah, and then doesn't she, she draws in that little shoebox And then cover. she draws it, and yeah, and then she names her tape the paint, house painting. Uh, I think, um, I wrote it down. Uh, what was the name of, uh, was it family paint, family portrait or family painting or something like something that? Like that. I think finger painting would have been better. Yeah. Whatever. I thought so, too. I feel like she's just not very smart for a variety of reasons. I mean, she's no longer acting of her own free will. Yeah. Her soul has been purchased. I missed her. Well, I I was just thinking about, like, at the end, when Bagul comes, like, he's finally got his girl. You know, he's bringing her back, you know, into his little world. But what I thought was even more pedo-ish was that he carried her into the film like it was his bride, like, over the threshold. Yeah. Yuck. Like, kind of creepy. I mean, we've discussed Mr. Boogie is pervert. Now, like, I just want to know, like, in this world that he traps them in, like, me and Robert always make a joke. Like, is this Bagul's school? Like... (laughs) Is it Bagul school, uh, you know, boarding school for bad boys and ghouls? Like, <laughs> like, do they have extracurricular activities or is killing just that? I think That's- it's just a killing slash psychological torture. But, like, do you think maybe he treats them like his own little, like, murdering babies? or yes. Or do you think he's just, like, a little kidnapping demon who, like, just grooms them to kill? Yeah, I don't think he has any paternal instincts. I feel like they are just items that he can use to sustain himself for another millennia. Or maybe he's just a lonely demon who mm-hmm. wants who wants company in his digital world. I feel <laughs> I feel like you're giving him way too much credit. I feel like you're siding with him. Yeah, I, I feel like I, you're just trying I, to give him I, feelings that he doesn't have. I I but you know what. I mean, I, you have a connection I, to him. You've been friends with him for a very long time. I give everyone, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Like, I want to know what's going on in his little boogle school head. That yeah. He feel like maybe he's, maybe as a little baby demon, he went through some psychological shit. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's ancient. Who knows? But. Maybe that's what Sinister 3 was going to be. Like, his backstory. But we'll never find out. Yeah, but that would just be Jigsaw on the bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> He is Jigsaw on the bicycle right now. No, I'm saying if, Jigsaw's if, uncle. if there was a third one, that's what it would be. Like, baby baby Bagul, <laughs> on, his, on, baby Bagul on his bicycle. <laughs> I watch it. Such alliteration. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really good at it. <laughs> I would I would watch that. But, um, I, but, like, do you remember, like, I feel like I heard her say this, Ashley, but I'm not sure. Not you, Ashley. Like, Bagul's okay. Ashley. Yeah. I'm fine not being like when she's like recording Ellison. I feel for some reason she's like, You'll be famous now, Daddy. Yeah, she did say that. Right? Something along those lines, like, oh now you'll be famous. I was like, Oh, this bitch is sinister. Oh, sinister. You can't you can't see my face, but I'm making a yuck face. Yeah. I don't like it. You don't like what I just said? You'll be famous now, Daddy. Well, that's all he wanted to be. Just a a famous little boy. So maybe she's really saying, fuck you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Well, I mean, don't you think the killing was basically a fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it's the ultimate fuck you, to be honest. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your husband, because Bagul's coming. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> He's coming for you. Okay, so, I mean, that's, that's the movie. That's the Bagul boogie. That's, that's the Bagul boogie, Mr. Booger. That's Bagul school's rules? I don't know. Me and Robert Bagul's have rules. Bagul's school... For bad ghouls. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought like, it would sound like if Cher said it. <laughs> 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 you have to turn back time. She could turn back Bagul's time. Don't you think he wish he could so he could be a, a little baby Bagul again? Oh. Do you think he was ever a baby Bagul? I don't know. <laughs> Aren't we all or did he come out a fully grown ghoul? <laughs> <laughs> I can't take all this alliteration. Maybe I can't take it. Maybe that's why his name is Bagul because he's just a baby ghoul. <laughs> oh, that's that's his uh, rapper name, B A hyphen Ghoul. Oh my gosh, Bagul, Bagul. Yeah, I think Dougul is taken, but it's fine. Okay, so you're familiar with how how we do things around these parts. Yeah. Uh, since I watch every episode, I think so. Yeah. Um. So, uh, as our moms would say, watch it. Yeah, we're watching it. Um, what do you want to? How many pumpkins do you want to give this? What's our highest pumpkin count? Five out of five. Five. I hate odd numbers. Five okay. apiece. Um. Uh, I would. I would say. Uh, I would say four. Oh, okay. what I would make it a five for you? I would, but there's just those little, you know, bugaboos that kind of piss me <laughs> off here and there. Well, bugaboos putting a little stick in your craw? Bagul, I have some bugaboos of Bagul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, I'm, how many bugaboos would you give Bagul? <laughs> I, I, would, I would agree with Drea. I would also give it a four. That's pretty good. The Bagul. What about um, what about you, Ash? Um, I would give it a three. <gasps> because Bagul, he's a sassy bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's what makes him great. But wait, I wasn't done. I gave it a three because I wanted more Bagul, and I feel like I got the shaft. Okay. All right. That's ironic. Not enough Bagul. Too much Ethan Hawke. Too much sweat on the wall. So sweaty. I wish I saw more of his wife. Yeah, I wanted more Tracy. Um, I wanted to know where he got that sweater. I was a fan. Yeah, Ethan's house sweater was great. Um, I have thoroughly convinced Nicholas that as a work-at-home dad, um, he needs an uh, a house office sweater. I like for that. For chilly days. For those chilly days in your Staten Island apartment. Yep. You don't want, like, a Hugh Hefner robe? No. No. No, I'm okay. He just wants a chunky dad sweater. So he looks, he can look like... Sassy and important, and like he has money. All I ever want is a sassy dad sweater. I was gonna say like a Huxtable sweater, but no, I take that back. I take that back. We can't say that anymore. That was that was very socially responsible of you. I appreciate that. But now he just wants. I didn't think about it at first. I just think of like dad sweaters, and then I think of Huxtable, and then I I mean he was the quintessential TV dad. Yeah, Yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it. It's just you know, men. I I regretted the statement. Don't worry. It's not your fault that men ruin everything. You know what I mean? Men ruin everything. 
Penis ass. <laughs> I mean, ruin, ruin everything. You're welcome. I mean, look at Ethan Hawke. He he ruined. He literally ruined everything. He ruined everybody's life. Yep. And I don't like that his first name is Ellison. Like, like it's like, gross and weird. It's very pretentious. Probably not his real name. It's very white. White. White men ruin everything. It's very like Southern white too. Like they yeah. had slaves and other generations yeah. of the family or something. Allison Oswald, man of the house. Gross. Yeah. I don't like that name. I don't like that either. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, I think my biggest disappointment is that they could have really done something cool with Mr. Bagul. <laughs> cool with Bagul. Cool with Bagul. I would wear that shirt of like Bagul with like some cool 90s sunglasses on. Like, are you cool with Bagul? Yeah. Stay in school. <laughs> exactly. Stay in Bagul school. Be cool. I feel oh like they... So much rhyming. Ah! I feel like they really dropped the ball. I feel like they could have really rode that pony all the way home to the merch store. But they didn't. I, I mean, it, I wish in the sequel it would have been better. No, yeah. I see it. I would like to see... Like, apparently there is more Bagul. Mm-hmm. Head, but... Like, I would I would like to see more of him. I, That's I, why I gave it a three. Less Bagul. No, more yeah. Bagul. I mean, there was less Bagul than I had yeah. had a desired. Okay, I, res- I respect that. Um, mm-hmm. If there had been more Bagul, I would have given it a solid 4.5. Okay. Yeah, there was a potential for a five star here if it was a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I wrote ten pages of notes... There you go. I'm I proud mean, of you. That was could, very thorough. But not even that. I could like it could be more. There could be so much more Bagul. There could be so that. much more Bagul. That's the problem. Yeah. He could have shown up in really weird places like bowls of cereal. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> Just floating uh, bowl of cereal. Yeah. They could have been a Bagul oatmeal demon. Bagul loops. Oh, I would eat those. Or Bagulios. Bagulios. <laughs> Yeah. It's like SpaghettiOs, but it's Bagul. Yes. Yeah, I would... Um, Because he's obviously really salty. <laughs> oh. Girl, that's too much sodium. <laughs> Children, well, that is too much sodium. Have some ramen. It's ramen. That's a ramen exhibit. It's too much sodium. Careful, children. That's a lot of sodium. Okay. My so, <laughs> Bagul school... Collectively, what did we give it? 13 out of... No. 15. No, we didn't do 13. Um, 8 and 3. It's 11. 11. 11. Did you give it a 0.5 or no? You no, didn't. I so, gave it a solid 3. So it was an 11 out of 15. Which is fine. That's pretty good. That's like a B, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're on pretty high marks. I'm glad you good. enjoyed it, Nicholas. Did you, did you happen to do like a Rotten Tomato score to see how much they got? No, but I could do that in like a point second. Okay. Ooh, do it in a point second. I would like you to do your live research. I just want to know how close we are to our Rotten Tomatoes score. We usually we're pretty spot on. Really? Six, 63% Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I think we gave it a little better score than a Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Yeah, we actually, we, we favored this film more than the Rotten Tomatoes crew. Which is not surprising. 6.8 out of 10. Oh. And we gave slightly better marks. 85% of Google users liked this movie. Oh, oh so, so we sided more with Google users than Rotten Tomatoes users. Yes, we are. Okay. Um. So, Dre, since you don't have anything 
to plug because you're a civilian and I really appreciate that. Um, do you want to tell our listeners our spiel every week as to what they should do? Like, subscribe. There's another one. That's all they should really do. Oh, yeah. But sometimes we like a comment. We need, like, some, we they, need some reassurance. Leave a comment if you have any suggestions on any movies Ashley and Nick should do. Yeah, or be like Drea and rate us on iTunes and leave a really nice comment as well. You can even leave a comment that says, we fucking suck and you hate us. But as long as you leave that five stars, I don't give a shit what you write down there. Yeah, because words are meaningless. (laughs) Words are meaningless, especially if they're mean. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Drea, do you want to give any shout outs? I would like to give a shout out to my BFF cousin brother, Robert Frank Kaler. Um, you don't want to give a shout out to yourself so that way you have one? No, that'd be ego and narcissistic. You just really like hearing a shout out for yourself. Yeah, but I'm in the, I don't want, I'm already hearing too much of myself when I watch, when I'm going to watch this, like mom and Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out. Um, so this episode is dedicated to you because this is your favorite movie, so. Mm, I love you guys. Oh, oh, too. Too. I can't wait till we can all do one together. Nick, you gotta come to my house and then we can do it with her. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Since you're closer to me than you are to her. This is very true. That's fair. And I made it to Ohio so I could make it to New Jersey. I it's suppose. twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not that far from each other. No, we're not. And you can bring you can bring your husband. And my doggy. And you, uh, you, I would really love to see the doggy, but Princess Leia and Chewbacca might have an issue with that. Because they're rude. Oh, they're yeah. children. My dog doesn't care about other dogs, but that's oh. not always the case for oh, other it's dogs. It's not your dog I'm worried about. It's my own. Oh, yeah, I know. Because they're dumb and sweet and lovely. They're dumb, sweet, lovely. Yeah. All those things. Ow. Um, okay. Uh, so, Nicholas? Um... Yeah, so um, for those in the back that didn't hear, (laughs) please comment, rate, and subscribe, specifically on iTunes, because it certainly helps us get up there in the charts, and more eyes can see our podcast, and more ears can listen to it. Um, You can also comment to us via email to copulatorsdiversepodcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on the Instagrams at copulators die first and yeah we have a Facebook but it's basically just our Instagram copied yeah it's just a Fache book I actually do have a plug but it's only for you Ashley okay plug me Brian Daniel Osborne officially got his okay for us to be there in April so we will be leaving Wednesday night and leaving Saturday. I don't know when I'm gonna air this. So breaking news: they're breaking going on vacation. Next, that's really great. And then we could do we can do that next one we discuss with Brian since it's his favorite. Do you want to know what it is? Which one is it? Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, that's a pretty good movie. That is Mr. Brian Daniel Tiger's favorite. Mr. Brian Daniel Tiger. I respect that. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. So thank you both for having me on. I've been so excited and I couldn't wait. 
I girl. loved it. I thought I was going to be nervous, but I can't wait to do more. Yeah, girl, it's a pleasure. We you, love you. You, you did such that? a great job. I'm so proud of you. Did I? Good thing I smoked beforehand. Oh. Way to go. <laughs> Calm thy nerves, child. Otherwise, it would have been an anxiety kind of day. I skipped oh. my nap for you guys. That's how much I love you. You still have time to nap. You have two hours. Yeah. No, I have to be. I have to leave it too. Oh, okay. so you have an hour. Mm-hmm. 12.30. That's not a nap. That's a snooze. <laughs> it's going to take me that long to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Well, um, this episode's brought to you by Lil, apparently. Bye, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> um, bye, Katie. Bye, Katie. Um, so, yeah. That's the app. Dre, do you want to give us give everybody our sign off? No. 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 No, I don't want you to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, it's your podcast. You do what you want. I mean, it is our podcast and not yours, but I mean, exactly. <laughs> you are pretty much a pretty good staple, so we appreciate you. And thanks for being our number one fan. Always and forever. I love you. I love you. I love you, Nicholas. I love you too. You're very pretty. You're very pretty. I can't thanks. wait to smell you, Nick. Thanks. Uh. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that doesn't sound weird to us because it's us, but to everybody else, Nicholas always smells amazing. It's factual, yeah. I he's, try really hard. He's so my, if, he's if, my we ever, if we ever do any meet and greets, be prepared for Nick to smell amazing. That's just a fact. Um, we should try a new sign off for this episode, just in that regard. Yes. Are you ready? What is it? Smell you later, pumpkin patch. <laughs> Smell you later, pumpkin patch. Okay, bye. Bye.